This is a show about jewelry, why we wear it, why it matters, how it's made, and what it means. I'm Alex D, and I turn cannabis into gold. I make mind-blowing jewelry in gold, silver, and platinum from cannabis plants here in Canada for stage, screen, for people who want to rock crazy jewelry. I'm the Cannabis Goldsmith. So I was wondering what to do with the podcast about this week, and and a, just a gift just dropped into my lap. It it was just this morning. I I woke up and I checked the the uh, the Instagram. I just I'm hardly ever there, and I just checked it, and I saw this post from David Morales, DJ David Morales. Now, if you don't know who DJ David Morales is. Um, just Google him quickly. He's one of the top, he's probably the one of the handful of the top DJ producers on the planet. He, he's produced stuff for Mariah Carey, for Whitney Houston. He's won Grammy Awards. He's like, he is, as a DJ, he's one of the top DJs on the planet. I like to think of him as my, uh, of my top five DJs on the planet. He is one of them. He's produced records that you've, you know, and you've heard. And, um, that, so that's David Morales and he's an unassuming looking guy. Oh, sorry, David. Um, he, he looks, he's very, um, he's really fit. Like he works out. He's very, uh, he wears the clothing he wears is super, it, he has a style that's great. Like like he uh, during this Instagram video, he was rocking a Kangol hat and an Adidas uh, tracksuit, like from the nineteen that looked like it was right out of like nineteen eighty five or eighty six. Just but but brand new, sparkling, and but having that old retro vibe. And he's wearing a hat. And he's standing outside the Cartier store on Bond Street in in London. And they wouldn't let him into the store because he was wearing a hat or because he had an Adidas tracksuit. Well, incidentally, a brand new, like, like this is fucking fashion, right? Like, but the doorman wouldn't let him into the Cartier store. So he he uh, uh, lifted up his wrist to show the doorman that he was wearing a gold Cartier, one of their, oh, I don't know what they call their the tank bracelet or something. Anyway, he was wearing a Cartier product. He says, I'm a customer. They wouldn't let him in. Uh, I'll let you listen to the interaction here. Yeah, I'll put the link into the in Instagram, uh, to the Instagram post in the show notes too but listen to this listen he's a customer and they won't let him into the store because he's wearing because of what he's wearing they're profiling him and he's a customer now this company cartier is uh, supposed to be exclusive and everything but i'm going to talk about that later but li listen to this clip right now ladies and gentlemen i'm in london i'm on bond street i'm by cartier and they want to let me into the store because i have a hat I have my Adidas sweatsuit. That means they're profiling, right? So I told the guy, dude, I shop at Cartier. Still don't want to let me, you know what? Motherfucker, you don't, sh you can't even afford 
to shop at Cartier. I can. Ciao. So for me, this was a gift from God. It's like, okay, okay, where do I even begin? I'm rubbing my hands with glee here. Sorry, David. First off, David, um, you, uh, I'm, I photographed you all over the country here in Canada when I was running Tribe Magazine. I've been in the booth with you when you were fucking killing it. When you opened Stereo Bar in Montreal, I was in there, there with the booth photographing you. And to this day, I remember you did something with a record like you, uh, you dropped a Jocelyn Brown vocal into this other track you were playing and you were keeping it up to pitch with your finger by spinning your finger around. The platter wasn't even on and you were keeping perfect time with it. And you did this, this thing with these two records that, that was like fucking amazing. And you, you looked over to me, I had a camera, like um, you looked over to me and you said, wow, I'd never done that before. An experimental nature to be able to produce the, these amazing remixes and mixes and live mixes and productions. So I'm a huge fan of David. So anyway, so David, uh, sorry for your experience in front of Cartier, uh, but I got to tell you two things about Cartier. The exclusive thing is not really exclusive. That bracelet you were wearing, a lot of people have that bracelet. So if you want to have something that reflects who you are as a person, as a DJ, as a producer, as somebody who is an artist of great value to humanity, come and see us. Come and see, send me an email. Uh, Alex D, you know, I mean, reach out and we'll make you pieces that will, fuck, that, that will blow people's minds. And, but, but no, not even that. We'll treat you like a human being. I'll treat you better than a human being because I know I am, I've been a fan for, for, for years and I have your mixes in my record bins here. So I, I, you know, you'd be treated better here. But the whole thing about this exclusivity thing, this is the other thing. This is why I think this is a gift. Here's Cartier. They're keeping their customers out. David obviously wanted to go in there and buy something and they wouldn't let him do it. Now, the question is whether he's going to accept that. Is he going to, you know, if I were him, now, I'm not him. I'm not giving him advice. But what I would do, I would, that would put my back up immediately. I would put all that shit on eBay, sell it, make good, good money from, from it, the best I could make from it. Somebody else can buy it like, and try to, get, try to get into the shop at some other point in time. And then sell all that, take the money, and invest it in bespoke custom jewelry that reflects your personality. Not some fucking, not some mass-produced shit targeted at the luxury demographic, you know? You point out that you can afford this jewelry. They don't care whether you can afford it or not. They're basing, uh, they're basing who they want. This is like the dorm. You you know this, David. There's there the doorman outside the club. Well, you and you and I are inside the club. You're spinning. I'm taking pictures or whatever. There are people in the lineup, and there might be a doorman out there who is deciding who should be let in to uh, uh, enjoy the experience. But this is something else entirely. This is a customer being prevented from going into the shop. Well, this is a, uh, obviously a, a once loyal customer 
or maybe still, I don't know. David, please email me and tell me or text me or call me. I'd be interested in, in finding out what, what they're going to do to make up for this because they should do something. But in any case, you should sell all that jewelry, take the money, and invest in something bespoke. And what bespoke is is made for you specifically. So it's like you, you'll be playing a, a set at Ibiza, and the piece that you have on your hand is you. It's not not some some woman in Italy will be wearing it on the beach or whatever, the same piece. No, no, no. We'll make something for you that will blow people's minds. But even if you don't get it from us, like get some, get some if you have a jeweler in New York or whatever, who you think you, you, you trust or whatever, get them to bake something for you special you get a designer uh, to design something and and do it this is this is this is what real luxury is about not this brand shit right okay i'm the talker because here i'm i'm trying to promote tribe my my luxury bespoke jewelry brand so i don't know maybe you can uh you can put a star next to put a like a gold star next to that when you hear me talk about brands but but uh, in this case, Cartier made a huge mistake, and they should own up to it, make it right. If not, whatever. I mean, if I was David, I would sell the shit anyway and start investing in bespoke jewelry because that's where the future is, and that's where uh, these are pieces that 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 have history. Um, but you uh, about you, not someone else's history, like not Mr. Cartier. Like this is, you know, this is you, right? You don't need to prove to anybody how good you are by wearing by wearing like a uh, a marketing brand no no you don't have to prove to anybody that you can afford that shit you you know they should be trying to prove to you how they can make good products for you not the not the other way around this is that's why this may when I saw that Instagram video this morning I could do hours and hours about this because it's just it just infuriated me right away you know it's like here are these brands they they think they can treat their customers like shit and then uh, you know maybe that might some other people that might attract more people to try and come in right it's like so like like the doorman who keeps everyone standing outside in the rain and there's nobody in the club you know? My my friend, I have a very close friend, Natalie, that came and visited me out here at the studio in Thousand Islands and uh, from Toronto. And um, uh, she lived in uh, she lives in the same neighborhood as I did in Toronto until last year and uh, uh, in Leslieville in Toronto. And she goes to all the parties and she she's you know, I've known her for decades. Right. She uh, used to write a column for me in Tribe. She used to write the Ottawa column. She knows all the DJs. She knows everything about the music, the vibe, the scene. She's like totally connected in that respect. Um, and and she's also a close friend. It's, uh, and I haven't seen her really since I moved here. So last year I went and uh, I went into Toronto a couple of times to buy supplies for, um, you know, stereo gear or whatever shit that I needed and chemicals for the jewelry casting shit or and anyway, I, I just popped into her condo and say, said hello, but I haven't really s spoken to her. So she came out and uh, spent a night out here. And we talked about all kinds of stuff. And I really wanted to pick her brain about, about marketing, a marketing idea I had um, for the jewelry because she uh, not only is she connected to all the parties and shit and DJs and everything and has vast knowledge about that, which I, you know, that's that's great. But I wanted to tap into the marketing shit because she's worked in digital marketing and advertising for for a long time. 
at, at a pretty high level. So I wanted to run some ideas past her, and she she bounced a few back at me too. So it was it was great. Anyway, it was good seeing her, and uh, hope, hopefully she'll come out more often. But anyway, back to back to Cartier and these brands. Okay, like I, I it, it just infuriates me. It infuriates me. You know, I the markup on the on brands like that in that sort of upper echelon of high high luxury consumer brands, um, the markup is enormous. The quality is no better than than a high jeweler, an independent high jeweler. It's just the brand is maybe older, has a lot more advertising money behind it to make it more famous. Um, and people want that, right? They want like, like, obviously David wanted a Cartier bracelet, so he bought it, right? Or maybe somebody gave it to him and maybe he, uh, maybe he was looking for something else and he thought it was okay and cool, right? But how cool, how cool is it now? That's what I want to know. How cool is it now when you're profiled, you know, going into a store, like uh, you're prevented from going into the store and you're a customer, you've been profiled. How cool are the products now? See, this is the product. One one employee like this can can destroy a fucking brand, right? Can totally destroy it. And um, but anyway, yeah, yeah. Here's the thing. Like, I think a lot of the well, a lot of the extreme lux people, they get stuff made for them custom. They don't buy, they don't buy mass what I call mass market luxury products. They they get they would get maybe uh, they would ask Cartier to make them something, but the the levels of money here would be a lot. Like the people who ask us to make them something special, like it depends on what it's made of, what it contains, what the stones are, what the, the metals are, how complex the design is. Um, these kind of things, like they can add up to price, but you end up with a piece that's yours and uniquely your own right um and that's the difference but but then the piece for somebody like david like he if he wore a bracelet or whatever when he was playing or when it, say if he wore one of our rings while he was playing the ring would would inherit all the energy from all the all the you know, gigs he's played at or where he wore the ring or what it means, right, as a thing, right, as an object. It, it gets imbued with his history, which which adds value to it. I mean, you, you, you'll often see, like, you might see, like, a, a Cartier, uh, Cartier stuff come up for sale at auctions, like the old handmade individual stuff. But this is like custom-made stuff that's being, uh, or custom-modded or, or whatever, that makes the, the piece have value over time. Like the commercial mass market produced stuff is, a lot of people have those pieces, right? They Perhaps people collect pieces like that, but... Um, but there are many people who have them. So that's what makes them uh, not so special, in my opinion. I know what I'd make for David. I, I mean, really, he's the master. He's like, his remixes are freaking amazing. Like my, my, some of my favorite, my favorite records are 
David Morales remixes. You have to hear his Whitney Houston remixes. Like, holy shit. The, Mar the Mariah Carey remixes. Or the, uh, the, the roller skating song called Saturdays by um, De La Soul. Oh, the 6 a.m. remix by David Morales. You, you must listen to that. It's just, it's, uh, it's spiritual. It's totally spiritual. You'll feel like putting on an Adidas tracksuit and a Kangol hat when you listen to it because that's the vibe of the frickin' song, all right? So, anyway. <sighs> I'm a I'm, I'm mixed of, like, I'm a mix of in wonder and in awe of such a catastrophic corporate mistake, right? But I'm sure that whoever's working at the door that's been doing it for weeks or months or whatever, sending away all these customers. Oh God, how stupid is that? Now, what we would, what I would make for David is first, okay, uh, first off, some of me would go into it because I. I've watched him for years. I photographed him at various venues. I've listened to him play for hours and hours. I own his records. So if I designed something for him, it would have it would be relevant for him, right? Like I say, some old woman on a beach in Milan in 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 Italy wouldn't be wearing the same piece. That's for sure. And and uh, it, it would relate to him. Like I I would love to make him a a a gold, a gold, uh, huge, massive gold ring with a turntable strobe, the strobe dots across the face of it, like that. I can just see him DJing wearing it. Like, it would just be unbelievable, like crazy. The silver one would be sick, like black and white and just, just good. <laughs> like that, I mean that, or bracelets. Um, Oh, DJ themed bracelets. I have ghetto blaster pendants. I like. Oh my God, there, there's shit that David could rock that uh, would just take take his jewelry to the next level. But perhaps he's buying the the Cartier to sound, or not to sound, but to to feel as people do. They'll they'll buy a brand like that because. You know, the French name, the um, the design's okay, but it's not really about that. It's about the name, right? It's about, oh, I can wear Cartier, right? Like, uh, like that must mean um, um, something. But the thing is, David is something already. Like, he doesn't have to wear that shit. Like I said, they should be trying to, they should be fucking reaching out to him for his skills, not the other way around. Uh, yeah, Jesus, like, Oh, it's so upsetting to me. Anyway, David, I I feel for you. Send me an email. Let's make you some. Let's make you some jewelry that you 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 will blow people's minds. That will hold value over time. That will be legacy pieces, heirloom pieces that you can pass on, and that will and by doing so will have huge amounts of of that sentimental and spiritual value built into it from the time you wear it. So that's how I think about jewelry anyway. But oh, back to Nat. Yeah, I was talking to my friend Natalie. So we, um, I gave her a brief tour of the, uh, the area here in the Thousand Islands, took her to the, the oldest railway tunnel 
in Canada. It's the first one. It goes under Brockville. And what they've done is it's, it's all brick, right? And it goes for like a kilometer under this hill. And they've lit it up with like pulsating LED lights. <laughs> and they put stereo in there. And I look at this space and I'm thinking, oh my God, I want to throw a party in here. I want to like, you know, put in a bass, put bass bins in and then get a good DJ in here too. Get, get David Morales in here and fucking just kill it, right? Just like, just boh, exclusive party to raise money for like um, uh, the art, the, the playhouse in the, in the town. Uh, the, something like that, to just like... But you know, it's it's fragile. It's a um, it's it's the oldest. It's, it's the oldest tunnel in the country, and there's like water dripping down from it. it. Must take a lot of maintenance to make sure it's kind of safe. But it's just a just a cool space to visit. If you're in Brockville, Ontario, go visit the in the summertime. Go visit the uh, Canada's oldest railway tunnel. It's very cool. It's like very cool. Trust me. I, I've been to wicked raves and festivals and all kinds of shit. Um, you know, like Disneyland, Disney World, like in Universal Studio. But this railway, railway tunnel rocks. Check it out. So anyway, Nat was here. I took her there. And then we had some, like, we ate constantly. Because it's like the season now when there's cucumbers and tomatoes. Everything is starting to hit all at once. And uh, so we ate like uh, gods. And then she went away. And uh, now I'm here recording this podcast. And I, I said I would mention her in the podcast, and I'm doing so right now. It was great seeing her. Um, but David, yeah. Oh, God. What a, what a, oh, boy. Oh, boy. What a, what a blunder. Anyway, our feeling is about, about our customers is that we work really closely with our customers to make custom products for them because it's all about them, really. It's not about us. It's about them. Um, granted, I'm the, the designer of these products, and I tend to tend to input some of my history in, into the design of the products. That's why um, we work with cannabis products. Uh, we we're known for making cannabis jewelry, jewelry out of the cannabis plant. But because of uh, my history as publisher of Tribe Magazine, Canada's DJ Culture Magazine in the 90s, um, I, I have a sense of music and new music and DJs and, and hip hop and, you know, music fashion and that kind of thing too. So that inputs in my design and uh, a designer can't, can't keep themselves out of the pieces. And frankly, that's what's happening when you buy at these, these luxe uh, chain stores, like, you know, um, super luxe chain stores. The, the designer's not not in the product. It's 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 mass produced, right? I mean, here we all work with somebody and and produce um, produce a product just for them. And the process of that is interesting because you know I I work with them from drawings and sending pictures of what we're doing and how it's how it's coming along and what, what you know different I uh, kind of. Every step of the way is documented, so the, the person gets to follow that. And then at the end of the whole thing, they get a, basically a video uh, that they can share on how their piece was made and what went into it, the design components. And they can either keep that video for themselves or they can share it on social media if they want to. Now, granted, a lot of these pieces are, are um, private, right? We, we can sign NDAs here. We're not... 
you know, we don't want to, we, we don't want to, if our clients want privacy, we give them the privacy they want. And, uh, but, but uh, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll produce the video at the end and a short video about how the piece was made, the thinking behind it, what went into it. And then we document it, the process of it being made. And then, so you have that with your piece. So you know what it's about, right? And you can share that with other people. Now, granted, you could say Cartier, but we're not Cartier. Say Cartier would never show you all that shit of, of how those pieces are made. Hopefully, they're still made in France. Um, hopefully. Part of what I had uh, to talk about to Natalie is about is, okay, our products, we sell our products online. We sell our products directly to clients uh, via our website, tribe.ca. But I really want to get our products in a few people's hands, and I'm investigating channels to do that. Like, I don't want a retail store, but we're investigating little areas where we can put pieces that are um, that people can see. And so I was bouncing those ideas off her. I have I have some, and she had other ideas. So I'm going to sort all that out, and then and then we'll make it happen. I know I'll, I'll just go by how it feels. But anyway, I'm working on what I'm working on now. I'm working on a bunch of stuff now. The charm bracelet, I'm, we're, we're, uh, I've put video up on Instagram about it. So if you want to see what it looks like, the, our giant party time charm bracelet, it's like massive. And I shot some video. Um, I'll post a video up too on Instagram. Uh, the web page, our site, I'm going to have a photo up of it. I'm almost done with that today. We should have some photos up of that today. And I'm working on, again, cannabis leaf rings. These are rings that are made from live cannabis leaves cast in gold and silver. And I'm working on those today. I've got mushroom, psilocybin mushroom rings. I've got one completed and another, another slight variation I'm testing out before I offer them up for sale. But... Um, but yeah, they're going to be amazing. This Christmas we've got rings. They're going to be some serious, serious cool rings coming from Tribe this Christmas. And as we, as I say, we're a custom jeweler. Well, I'll make a few pieces in during these tests that will sell. But uh, once the design is made, you can see it on our website. We can make one for you. Um, but they're individually made, right? And we can engrave whatever you want on the inside and names, dates, places, slogans, brands. We can do all kinds of stuff like that. We have an industrial laser here that does amazing work in precious metal. Um, so, yeah, that's what we're working on right now today. And uh, uh, I can't wait to get back in there and work on these mushroom rings. We have to figure out how to photograph them to make them look good. I photo put up a picture of the cannabis leaf ring inside I, one of our plants that we're growing here. I put the ring inside the plant and photographed it. And uh, that's okay, I think. I mean, I'm not 100% happy with it, per perfectionist that I am. So I'm going to bring it into the studio and shoot some indoor stuff around the, uh, the ring so you can get an idea of how beautiful these cannabis leaf rings are coming for Christmas. Anyway, that's it for me. Marketing, marketing, if you're a brand, uh, don't lock your customers out. There's tip number one, 
okay, for uh, Cartier and anyone else who has, has lost touch with their customer, uh, people who are actually interested in their products. Um, step one, don't lock out your customers when they're waving money at you, okay? Because what'll happen then is a person like me will come along and say, you know what? Don't let them treat you like that. Let us make you something mind-blowing and special in precious metals. Because, you know, we're Canadian and all our products are made with precious metals from the Royal Canadian Mint. We use nothing but Canadian materials in our products. Everything is designed in Canada. We have been given special permission by the government to apply Canada's national precious metals mark to our products, which is the highest mark of quality for precious metals in Canada. So there. And this it even applies to our, our cannabis-themed jewelry, which we make in precious metals and, um, and mushroom jewelry, too. Come to think of it. Wow, cool. In precious metals. I love our customers. David, I want you as a customer. Reach out and let's 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 make you something uh, fit for the king you are. Anyway, that's it for me, the cannabis goldsmith here in the Thousand Islands area of Ontario, Canada. Uh, you can see what we do at tribe.ca and and do go to the website and see what we do. Or follow us on Instagram at T-R-I-B-E-D-O-T-C-A. Next week, I uh, I don't even know what's going on next week. There's there's so many festivals now. It's like food, right? In this area of, I'm in the country now. So it's as harvests come in, all this food starts happening. Like tomatoes get ripe, corn. The sweet corn here will blow your mind. Like people in the city don't understand the freshness of shit, man. When you live in the country and farm, farmy type places and small rural areas, the quality of the food is like not the stuff you buy in the supermarket, but the stuff that's grown locally. My God, it's so good. So anyway, I've been um, deluged with with produce from my own little vegetable garden, but. But everyone, there are like festivals celebrating. There's corn festivals and garlic festivals. And so I hope to take advantage of all that stuff next week. And maybe I'll tell you, um, I'll tell you how that went. The Cannabis Goldsmith is produced by Tribe Communications, Inc. in the Thousand Islands area of Ontario, Canada. You can see what we do at tribe.ca. Send us an email, alexd at cannabisgoldsmith.com. Com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week on The Cannabis Goldsmith.